back to the crime library. Here you are again, listening to First Things First. And we're going over Furious Hours, Murder, Fraud, and the Last Trial of Harper Lee. <laughs> Good job on the tagline. Right. Yes, I got <laughs> you it. You got it. Thanks to a handy dandy notebook. <laughs> My handy dandy notebook. Yeah, welcome <laughs> back. This is our uh, our little tiny episode just recapping how we feel and going over questions we found online and if eventually we get people who sent us in questions we'll do that um so I guess starting off are we still do we still like the book because this is I realized when listening back to do this it said happy new year (laughs) so yeah yeah (laughs) we recorded that in January so it's been quite a while for us to go back and revisit the book because now it's like early August. And so it's been like almost eight months since yeah, we've done this. Yeah. Um, I still, I still personally did it. like my feelings really haven't changed um, yeah. from how I felt then. Again, I think it's because of my connection with To Kill a Mockingbird and yeah. Harper Lee. So it was just really interesting for me to hear that. And even just the story that she was covering, um, it's all, it was all super interesting. Um, so for that reason, I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, my thought is still the same. Maybe I wouldn't read it again, but yeah, I'm glad to read it for the history and the maybe behind the scenes of things we didn't know before. Yes. So that was really interesting. I like, and I'd say like, if you don't, really like not that if you don't care about Harper Lee but you might not enjoy it as much but I also liked it reading it right after in cold blood yeah I think if you like reading cold blood and enjoyed that or had even have mixed feelings about that if you read this after it kind of coincides and there's like overlaps so I think that it was like a cool addition um but just for like everyday reading like it wouldn't be one that I feel like you gotta get out there and read this yeah Yep. All right. So we're going to go right into just a couple of questions and get our feelings about it. These questions I got from penguinrandomhouse.com, which I think I is feel the- like this is a pop quiz because last time I knew the questions you were asking <laughs> and this time I don't. So. I'm blindsided. We I, think, I think it's better. I think you'll like it. No, it's really, there wasn't that many questions I yeah. to choose from. So just going with what I got and I'll send you the questions. It's, <laughs> That's really it's not like this is the, um, the first true crime novel. So yeah. like last time we had quite a few to go through. <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah, there was a lot. There wasn't that much for this. I think and two because it was two separate stories yes. put together yeah. in a way that connected it. There wasn't like so much information on it. So first question, how did the book change the way you thought about Harper Lee and her literary legacy. I mean, did it okay, did it change anything for you? <laughs> there no. there obviously was stuff that I didn't like know. It's not like I was like all knowing, but I did know like her growing up background, I guess, probably right. because of like to kill a mockingbird. But it was interesting because I didn't realize how like heavily into drinking she was and right things of that nature. And I obviously didn't know that she was writing this. Right. Like, that's true. I had no idea. So writing another. I, yeah, I didn't know about this story that she was covering or trying to cover getting information on. So it, um, it opened my eyes to things like that. Uh, Cause there, like I said, there was things that I, I liked her and I liked to killing mockingbird. And I 
the book and the movie, but it definitely like gave me more information. Yeah. I think for me, it like kind of like with Law and Order, how we just watch it and think it goes exactly that way. In my head, I was like, she just sat down, wrote this book, and and then it was this great masterpiece. But oh, during this book, we got to see how much actually the people around her shaped yeah mockingbird so that's so true even though i still think she's great and amazing and i i love to kill a mockingbird i it was so crazy to me to see how much like actually goes into writing a book yeah and it took like so much out of her too yeah so it's it's interesting to see that side of it as well because when you read like when the some authors have this success it's interesting to see like the other side of it and not just like all the the glory there's you know there's some bad things that come with it too and some people don't expect to pop into fame that quickly and right and it, and really it just a number on yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. so it's interesting to see that side that you don't necessarily always get to see all right here's one this is probably something i've been vocal about more than i need to be but how did Harper Lee and Truman Capote's relationship play into the larger story? How do you think Lee's experience with Ankle Blood shaped her approach to writing her own true crime tale? I think that one, it probably like inspired it. Um, you know, seeing that she, I feel like she must have enjoyed that kind of like investigative yeah. thing because she went ahead and wanted to like write this as well. Um, but I think maybe seeing like how Truman went about it, she probably wanted to take a different approach to That's it. That's what I was thinking. Cause in um, the end, ultimately she didn't write it because she didn't yeah. want to do it the way Truman. Exactly. There was so, two. Exactly. She didn't so want to huge part of why it was fictionalize it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think he like helped inspire it, but then also. Right. Like, Cause when we ultimately looked back on it, the parts that we really enjoyed from in cold blood, we found out in this book ended up being parts that she helped write. Yes. So yeah. it would have been nice to see her take on true crime and how it would have played out. But I get why she didn't want to. Yes. 100%. Finish writing it when the story wasn't a hundred percent fact based. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Uh, uh, okay, here's the next one. One of the most disturbing aspects of Reverend Maxwell's murder spree was the connection between him and his victims. How does Sepp bring to life the horror of crimes committed within a family in a small Southern community? I actually didn't think she did. Did you? What? what? Like, I felt like that chapter or that section wasn't like brought to life like I got into the story and like knew what was you know I felt like it was right. telling what happened and then how that relates to Harper Lee did you feel differently kind of I don't really necessarily feel like that because that first whole part of the book is like not about Harper Lee so I think I was able to yeah I don't, maybe because I already knew it was going to link to Harper Lee right like so you maybe were just my already reading, connecting yeah. it yeah so I don't, I don't think the same way you do about that. I mean, I think we found out in this book, we don't think the same way about a lot of things. What? In this book? <laughs> so you think that she brought him to life? In a sense. I, mean, I don't I guess think I that it was. See, I can see the small town community thing because we did talk a lot about like outside influences and not. Right. Wanting to. And I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but with his connections, 
you do see how intertwined it all is. So in that sense, it's not like I think like, I don't feel like it paints this huge picture of this small Southern town with this crazy insurance man uh <laughs> well insurance stealing man that's <laughs> that's like crazy and in my head i just saw someone yeah, trying to the guy sell insurance by the it. side of the road <laughs> although he's crazy too keep all of them keep selling oh, yeah keep going talks back, about yeah. but <laughs> um with yeah with the reverend just going around killing everybody so i think in that sense i mean i see it come to life like that right. i don't know if that makes any sense no it do- it does i get what you're saying I just don't see it that way, I guess. Yeah. Last question is, why do you think the Maxwell case captivated Lee's attention enough to dedicate years of her life to writing it? What do you think it was about him that, like, out of everything she could have chose? I think pretty much like what I just said in this past question about this crazy man going around and killing so many members of his family for their life insurance, being able to take out all this life insurance getting away with it and just all this weird stuff. And then going around, like then just going and getting shot by one of his victims. But what do you think specifically for her drew her? That crazy story. Yeah. But there, there's literally a million crazy murders. There is. I think maybe Maybe it's a race thing too. Like, well, I think it was part that. And I think it was part, where they were because they were close to where she grew up right yeah i mean the southern town for sure yeah i don't know exactly what me neither i think it was probably just the whole like the whole picture of it i really do and i think that the lawyer as well like uh tom radney tom radney yeah um maybe reminded her because he's that. this yeah and then he and he was like you know a southern i don't want to say a southern democrat because that but he was a democrat in the south right and so it was, i mean i think southern democrat would yeah but that was like that meant different things oh yeah southern yeah yeah. so he was a democrat in the south so i think that probably played a part in it as well because he was like more forward thinking she you know she's dealt with people like that so probably was more comfortable yeah it was like a welcoming like and it added more to the story as well yeah like another layer i don't know that i know why I don't even, I'm now sitting here listening to you try and explain it. I don't remember if we know how she even learned about the case. I was about to say, I don't even think like, I I don't think we do. Right. Am I wrong? Or it doesn't say that in the book. I don't, I don't believe it does. So how did she learn? Now I want to know how she learned about the case. <laughs> Cause it is, it really is truly like insane. Yeah. And there wasn't a huge amount of press for no so how did she learn about the case and probably like not that much at all outside of that that like area well the greater mystery is that we don't know folks (laughs) 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 stuff we still gotta learn things we still yeah that's the thing is so a lot of times with stuff like this, there's still like a billion things i want to research and read and know and like find out about and but with them, where does it stop? Where I gotta like draw the line somewhere where I'm like, all right, I have to move on from yeah. this now. I can't be, or else it'll drive you insane. Yeah, but I do want to know how she learned about it, so I might Google that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. I we probably we might have be. even said in the book, we just don't remember. It's yeah. been a it's long been time, guys. Long it's been a long time, so forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was our last question. 
our yeah. next book, honestly, we both think, I feel like, is the book we don't want anyone to miss. We want yes. everyone to read and Know My Name by Chanel Miller. It's probably our favorite but hardest recording that we yeah. did. 100%. And yeah, we hope that you're reading along. We hope you have questions or maybe comments and you can send them to us on our Facebook page. Yes. And definitely you should read along to this next one because it is hard to get through, but you will not regret it in the slightest. And the Um, writing is so like the writing beside it is so worth it. You'll hear about it on the 15th. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> you worry. We, we will tell, tell you. <laughs> and you, if you don't read it, you'll be like, man, I wish I would or have listened. You, maybe you want to listen to us first and then go back and read it. That's okay, too, because it is a really yeah. heavy. But at yes. some point in your life. But it's really our favorite one we've done so far. So yeah. we hope everyone joins us in uh, reading along. And we'll yeah. see you on the 15th. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys. All right.